Mixed in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I want to officially welcome you to our season two of the Mix in the Dark podcast series. August marks our one year anniversary. If you are new to Mix in the Dark, it is a podcast that tells true scary stories from a variety of backgrounds. I try my best to release a new episode once a week. You can find me on Spotify, Apple podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you are willing to share, or if you need to contact me, you may send me a message at mixinthedark at gmail.com. Again, thank you for your ongoing support and for sending me your personal stories to keep this podcast going. Although I am not able to reply to all emails during my busy months, I want to let you know that I do read through them and I am keeping track of them. As you may know, I use a lot of time to research, read, edit, and record stories, so this year I am trying out a tip jar. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to tip me on my tip jar on Venmo. Just search at Mix in the Dark on the business tab on Venmo. I have three stories for you to start. These stories are pretty odd. I would say that they are pretty mellow for scary stories, but it's history is creepy. Strangely enough, although the people who share these stories with me do not know each other, their experiences are similar enough to give you chills. These stories are about one of Minnesota's ghost towns, Lilydale. I would not go exploring there if I were you. Please enjoy. Story one. This happened a long time ago. I don't quite remember what age I was, but I remember I was in middle school at the time. My sisters and I were driving one evening. My older sister had just gotten her license and we were young kids who really didn't know what to do for fun, so we often cruised at night to find different spots around our city. I remember that we were looking for an outlook area. At the time, we didn't have a GPS system, nor did we understand how to use paper maps, so we just went wherever our hearts took us as long as we remembered the main highways. One night, we were cruising as usual, minding our own business and being carefree. It was a little after midnight. We especially liked late hours because it was quiet and there was no traffic since my sister, like I said, is a new driver. There were five of us sisters. We only had one good car, our good old 1992 Toyota Camry. Being the youngest, I was placed in the middle in the back seat while my older sisters all got window seats for a good city light view. If I remember correctly, we were taking Interstate Road 35 on this particular night. All was fine until a car swerved right in front of us. My eldest sister, the driver, hesitated and jerked the car one lane over, forcing us to exit. I remember her cursing the car and then calming herself down saying that it's okay and that it was easy to find the highway again. We drove for a little bit. It wasn't too long before my sister began to ask questions that clued us in that we were potentially lost. She asked, hey, do you guys remember the name of the exit we took? Or, I don't remember this road, should we turn here? Eventually, we got to a street that crossed some railroad tracks. Upon crossing, we saw the sign that told us that we were in Lilydale. After learning that we were in Lilydale, my sister started to panic a little. Her panic eventually got us talking about Lilydale and why she was so panicky. 
If you don't know much about Lilydale, it was known as a ghost town then. There used to be a small town there, but after the 1965 Mississippi River flood, people fled and it is no longer occupied. I have no idea what it looks like today. My sister explained that there have been stories of a policeman who stops vehicles to give tickets, but when people try to go in to pay the ticket, they are told that it is not valid. She also said that someone committed suicide by hanging on one of the bridges close to the Mississippi River. Sure enough, right when she said that, we reached a road that took us alongside the Mississippi River. Maybe I was just scared, but I felt chills crawl up my skin all of a sudden. Our car was silent. I wasn't sure what my sisters were thinking, but I had this uneasy feeling. At this point, we still had no idea where the heck we were going. I remember my sister made a turn at some point where we reached a bridge that would go over the Mississippi River. As soon as she crossed the bridge, we all heard a man scream behind our car. His scream was as clear as day, and it still gives me chills just thinking about it. Remember, this was pretty late at night. I don't know who would want to be out this late in Lilydale on top of a bridge. I remember my sister letting out a shriek when she heard the voice and then she rammed the gas pedal as if the man was chasing us. After that, no one talked until we got home. Everyone confirmed that they heard a man's voice on the bridge. Maybe it was just our minds playing a trick on us. Maybe there was an actual man on the bridge at that time. We would never know. Since that day, we never went out for a night cruise again. Story 2 My brother picked me up from work one night. It was a Friday night. We were all getting ready to hit the clubs and meet some friends. To hype us, he cranked up the volume and turned on the bass in the car. We were dancing and just being really rowdy. The next thing I knew, red and blue lights were flashing behind us from a really far distance. My brother saw it too, so he lowered the sound and he hit the gas pedal to try and get away from the cop. Within a blink of an eye, the police car caught up to us. He pulled us over for our loud music. I was too afraid of hearing a lecture from my parents that I didn't even pay attention to the cop. My brother was swearing the entire time. For sure, my parents were going to take away our driving privileges. We didn't go out that night. We kept this away from my parents. I worked my butt off to pay for that ticket. That Friday, when I got my paycheck, we headed right to the courthouse to pay the ticket. When we got to the front desk, there was a lady helping us and said that we could pay for the ticket with her. I pulled out money to pay for the ticket. Then suddenly, I noticed the lady laughing out loud. She said I didn't need to pay for it, because the police officer who gave us the ticket had been dead for a long time on Lilydale Drive. She said there's a lot of people who come from time to time to pay for tickets issued by this deceased officer, and she still gets amused from it. Another person had this similar experience and refused to blast music because of the fear of getting stopped by this cop. This is Lilydale in the Twin Cities, Minnesota area. Has anyone ever heard of this or had any experiences related to this officer?
Story 3 My story began when I was in high school. I remember one day after school, my sister came home around 8 or 9 p.m. and she was frightened. She told me that her friends and her went to Lilydale and saw some burnt Joss paper money while they were walking toward the picnic area. Joss paper money is usually used for spirits. If found in the woods, most likely someone was trying to get rid of a spirit that was following them. They believe that someone probably did a spiritual ceremony there. They got scared and ran off. Being that young, dumb teenager, I wanted to see it for myself. So one day, I had a friend come over to pick me up so that we could both ditch school and drive around Lilydale to do some exploring. As we got to Lilydale, I began to feel this really weird, bad vibe overcome me. I wasn't too scared though because it was still during the afternoon and the sun was still up. After that, for some reason, my friend took me to some sort of cemetery. I've never heard of this cemetery and he told me that a lot of Hmong people were buried there and that inside the cemetery, there's this crazy deer that roams around eating the food that families bring for their deceased relatives. He told me that the deer has been inside the cemetery for a long time. Officials even caught the deer and released it too, but it always finds its way back into the cemetery. After that, my friend asked if I knew of the 13 graves. I have heard of it, but didn't believe it was real. He told me that it was at the back of Lilydale and that he knew where it was. Our dumb kid self actually decided to go there. For those who don't know about the 13 graves, we have this game that if you count each gravestone when passing by and there's only 12, you are next to die. I want to mention the legend of the disappearing graves at St. Thomas University in St. Paul. I don't know if these are the same graves and if they are connected to each other, but the rumor is that there are 13 graves along a path near the seminary at St. Thomas University. The legend says that if you walk by these 13 graves, they appear and disappear each time you pass, meaning you would get a different number each time if you count them. Someone on TikTok shared a video of them counting the graves. They counted 13 going two, and then 9 on the way back. The story behind these graves is gruesome. There was a priest who went crazy and raped 12 of the nuns that he worked with. The nuns did not tell anyone. The priest felt ashamed of what he did and could not face the 12 nuns that he raped, so one by one he decided to kill and bury them in a ravine near the Mississippi River. This makes up 12 of the 13 graves. The 13th one belongs to the priest who felt overwhelmed with guilt and committed suicide. We finally ended up at the 13 graves. I have to admit, I was really scared and I told my mind not to count. I couldn't believe it was actually real. My friend told me to start counting. Eventually, I blurted out that I was scared and I yelled at him to leave and take me home. A few weeks have gone by. I told my cousins about Lilydale and they decided that they wanted to explore that area too. I was still curious so I tagged. Plus, I knew where the place was. We happened to go twice. The first time we went around 9 or 10 p.m. to check out the caves. Nothing scary happened. The second time that we went, something strange happened. 
While we were driving to Lilydale, there was a car behind us going full speed. It was tailgating us. Once we got to the first bridge, the car did a U-turn and drove off. We thought they were just trying to scare us or whatever, so we dismissed it. The next thing that happened was even more strange. I swear I am not making this up. As we drove further, we could see a bright flame. It lit up the whole street. We saw the blue and red lights flashing from a police car. Driving closer, we saw an officer standing on the side of the road, waving his hand, gesturing for us to keep driving. We were all feeling a bit scared. So many questions ran through my mind. What's going on here? Why is the police here? What's in the flame? Did someone die? Are they hiding something? As we drove past the flame, what I saw still gives me chills. I saw a blanket over what looked like an outline of a human body lying on the ground. That scene got us speechless. We drove out of Lilydale. Not even a few minutes out, my cousin decided that we should go back and park at a safe distance to see what was really happening. We retraced our steps back to the same area and were shocked to find that the area was pitched black. No police, no flames, nothing. What was more terrifying to me was when we got to the area where we saw the covered up body, all you could see was a burnt, stained outline of a human body on the road. We sped off and never came back. I couldn't sleep for days. It's funny how it's been over 10 years and this story still scares me. Recently, I asked if my cousins remember this day and it's still ingrained in their heads like it was just yesterday. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.